Open the word of God with me, please, this morning to Proverbs chapter 22. The words of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Proverbs 22. A familiar verse of scripture, and out of the 915 Proverbs that the Lord's given us, the verses of the book of Proverbs, this has got to be in the top 20 or 30 or so. Proverbs 22 and the first verse. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. There's an ellipsis in the second half of that verse, meaning words that are left out intentionally, which we can put back in so that it reads this way. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor is rather to be chosen than silver and gold. So these are two things that you get to choose every day by the way you think, speak, and live. David had quite the reputation. And last evening in the preparatory email, I shared with you 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 18, where it says, As Saul was looking for a minstrel, who could come and play for him and relieve him of the evil spirit sent by the Lord. Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning in playing, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person, And the Lord is with him. That is a broad and deep and wonderful resume. To be known in the king's court by that kind of a reputation. And the king was a man from another tribe, the tribe of Benjamin. All Israel loved David and his name was much set by. And his son Solomon gave us this verse by the inspiration of God. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. A good name is not how your name is spelled. A good name is not because it's high on the list of popular names given in America. A good name is a good reputation. So that when your name is heard or spoken by others, they all have a wonderful image in their head a wonderful idea of a wonderful person, and a long list of wonderful traits. That's a good name. Loving favor is other people loving you and flocking to you as friends and wanting to help you, promote you, and favor you in life. That's loving favor. Both of these are choices. They depend on your daily conduct. They depend on your priorities and what you do. It is a choice. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. David chose it. Paul chose it. Timothy chose it. Joseph chose it. Daniel chose it. It's a choice. It's not your family. It's not your circumstances. It's not your intellect. It's not your education. It's your choice of your character and your conduct. And all of you young people and children that will be here at singing camp this next week, we hope that you will choose to be like 
David. It doesn't matter if you're a girl. You can still be like David. You can have the character of David. And it's a choice. You can make this next week of singing camp great by all of you wanting to be great. Great in character. That means you want to help other people. You want to be friendly and cheerful. You want to be obedient. You want to be quiet when it's time to be quiet. You want to participate enthusiastically when it's time to participate. You can be like David this next week. Now, when it says a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and it means your reputation, and it says that loving favor should be chosen rather than silver and gold, these are not little traits. This is not a few traits. It's not a trait or two or three that make a man. It's all the traits. That's why I'm thankful to God for about 75 traits of David, so that we can't find comfort in the fact that we might have two or three of them. That means nothing. That means you're nothing like David, because David had 75. Two or three does not cut it, does not count, does not matter. That's a last place finisher. We want to be like David. We want to conform our whole lives to be like him. We want to conform our whole lives to be like his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. This needs a life full in all respects of these traits. The Bible says that a little folly by him that has had a reputation for wisdom and honor. Now, what does that mean? A man with a good name had in reputation for wisdom and honor, Ecclesiastes 10.1, a little folly is like dropping a dead fly into perfume. It wrecks it. So you can't have a little folly. So where's the folly in your life? Where are you doing something different than what God expects out of your life? Get rid of it so we can get rid of that dead fly. Others' opinion, others' opinions are what count. Your opinion of yourself that you think you have a good name is entirely irrelevant. It's deceptive and dangerous because it's a lie. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. It's what others think. It's how others perceive you. It's how others respond to you that is the true measure of your character and conduct. It's not what you think. You're distorted. You're biased. You're limited. You are wrong. Lord, help us to have the right perspective. When it says a good name is rather to be chosen, that's a good name in the mouths and ears and minds and hearts of others, not in yours. You have three names. You have more, but let's go with three. You have a family name. And so you should be working to build up your family name. Is your family name known for service to the kingdom of Jesus Christ? Are they loving, friendly, serving, stooping, helping people? Or are they selfish, aloof, separate, distant, private, worthless? What are you? As a family, we want to build our family names. Then you have your first name, which is your unique identifier in the whole population of the earth. Your first and last and middle names put together along with your social security number if necessary or whatever it takes to get you uniquely identified. You have your name. Is your name special when it is heard? First, is your family's name special or does it have, is it tainted? 
Does it have dead flies in it? Then it's your name, a good name, your personal name. When your personal name is sounded, is there a long list of, that's a wonderful person. They're perfect. I love them. That's the way it ought to be when our names are sounded. Timothy. That's one of them. Timothy. Get your hand up. That's not very high. Okay. We have a Timothy Valete, and there's a Timothy Crosby. I know your father's name, his last name, and your grandfather's last name, and your great-grandfather's last name. He was my first employer. It is a good name. That's why his business is successful in Michigan. But what about Timothy Valete? What about Timothy Valit? Forget Valit. What about Timothy? What kind of a camper will you be this next week? Timothy Crosby? What about Timothy at singing camp this next week? Who's going to be the better Timothy? And that doesn't mean who's fastest running around the church. It means who's going to be the most cooperative with the teachers, participate the most enthusiastically, and want to help the other students at singing camp. That's just a little tiny bit about this wonderful verse. David had it. The Lord Jesus Christ had it. Samuel had it. Timothy had it. Paul had it. Daniel had it. Joseph had it. Joseph, those men that I just listed, had this kind of a reputation. And we want that for our children. We want it for ourselves. We want it by studying the life of David and the traits of David in the Word of God. If you would like more on this subject, and men like David would want more on this subject, All you have to do is type in a good name into the search box on our website and you will have two documents. One a Word document from a sermon outline and one a PowerPoint slide presentation presented to the men 14 months ago. And you will be led through as I was and even though I prepared the material, I was profited and provoked and convicted by it. And I hope that you will consider those things. A good name, a good reputation is rather to be chosen than great riches. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time and a lot of money going to school to acquire a transferable skill and to work on the job to build up our professions and and to have a steep professional trajectory. A lot of effort is put into it, but David wrote by the inspiration of God, Solomon wrote, excuse me, a good name is rather to be chosen than that professional trajectory and financial income. And loving favor, others Loving you and wanting to promote you and help you and get you ahead is a choice. It has nothing to do with people not understanding you. They understand you. That's the problem. You don't understand you because you're blinded and deceived, and that's the way we all are by nature. And we come to the Word of God to have it expose a mirror to us with the brightest light you have ever seen on earth, and it shows up all of our flaws. And we're supposed to take this mirrored image of ourselves from God's Word and change. If we just go our way and do the same thing today that we did yesterday and the same thing tomorrow that we do today without changing, then we're like a man beholding all the flaws and going to an interview anyway without making changes to prepare for that interview. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, 
We come to thee in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, for the good name that we know about thee and thy Son, Jesus. We thank thee for the name Jehovah. I am that I am. We despise Yahweh and all the other imagined names. We despise Allah and Vishnu and Rama and the Great Spirit. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy glorious name, the name of Jah, Jehovah, I am that I am. We thank Thee that You did reveal Yourself to Moses this way about 2,500 years before Your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank Thee for His name, Jesus, Jehovah, is salvation. We thank You for His glorious name and that according to the testimony of Scripture, you have given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that he is Lord to thy own honor and glory. And we give him that glory. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is our Lord. And we trust in Jesus for time and eternity. We trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for our lives now and our lives in the world to come. Hear us, Heavenly Father. We thank Thee that because of His finished work on Calvary, that on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, for that Spirit. When we read that Your Son David had the Holy Spirit given to him and came upon him from the day of his anointing by Samuel forward, and that Holy Spirit was taken from King Saul, and an evil spirit was sent upon that profane man, we humbly beg thee, O Lord, that you would not take your Holy Spirit from us, that you would put a hedge about us like you did Job to keep every evil spirit away from us, and that you would grant us your Spirit like you did David, that we might be empowered and energized and convicted and led like he was to be the man that he was. Heavenly Father, help us to this end. You have the power and the strength, and you can bless us, and we thank thee for the promised blessing, and we claim it and take it and ask you to fill us this day by your Spirit. Heavenly Father, I thank thee for the prayers that I was privileged to hear in the back room by other men this morning. Hear those prayers and grant us those petitions. And Heavenly Father, quicken us according to thy word. Revive us again. Lift us up in the Lord. Empower us, Heavenly Father, and be among us by your Spirit. Let the Lord Jesus Christ be praised by all that is said and done in this assembly. Let us worship thee with fear and reverence this day. Let us follow thee according to the due order. Let everything that is done and said be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, for we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.